Hello everyone, this is Frank Combs, and this is Truth in the Word. This is kind of a spontaneous podcast as I sit here at 6 o'clock in the morning. I, I read an article that just, wow is all I can say, and so I felt compelled to address it, um, though the platform may not be very large, these things need to be said. Uh, we're going to start with some scripture real quick. This isn't going to be very long, but this is something I just felt I needed to say in the moment. In Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20, it says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, and put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Ladies and gentlemen, we got things going on in this country that it's just the word insanity isn't even strong enough. The words wicked and evil and perverse are not strong enough. We have so much uh, antichrist activity going on in this nation that it, it beggars description. And it is high time that the church have a righteous indignation. I'm not talking about being hateful towards people by no means. But we've got to stand up against this wickedness. And if it looks like hatefulness, then that's just what it looks like. Because to try and correct this kind of nonsense, for lack of a better word, is not is not hateful. Oh my goodness. The church is going to be hailed as wicked in these last days, as intolerant, as hateful. And we're not. We're trying to help for you to see the light of what's going on and what what the enemy is doing my word this antichrist spirit is wreaking havoc in this nation i read an article this morning i couldn't even hardly believe i was reading it you know i i I said that things just plain flat i couldn't surprise me anymore well i i was wrong i i was wrong this just shocked me and i don't even know why it shocked me but The American Medical Association has decided, and not only did they decide that they need to do this, they decided that our tax dollars needs to fund it, but I guess that's neither here nor there. Because they're calling things uh, mental illness, and and they've they've deemed this uh, mess that's going on as gender dysphoria. It's not gender dysphoria. It's antichrist. It's wicked. It goes against God. It goes against his creation. God created man and woman. He chooses your gender. When you are born, you are what God created you to be. And they have decided that they're going to take... I can't even believe this. They're going to take the uterus from a dead woman and implant it into a man to try to help treat his gender dysphoria. And they're and they're calling they're saying it's to help their mental health. My fellow Christians, I sit here and and, and I'm seriously on the brink of tears because these things that are taking place in this country, they're inexcusable. They cannot be ignored. The, the longer they are ignored, the longer that people that know that this stuff is nonsense, is, sil- is silent, the worse it's going to get. 
anyone that is paying attention at all. You know, if you live in this country and you see what's been taking place since uh, 2020 at a minimum, I mean, we could go back a lot of years, but just, just here of late, just recent history, just look at the turn that this country has taken. You cannot have peace without the Prince of Peace. You cannot have a sound mind without renewing your mind in the Word of God. So we, the Bible says that there'll be a famine in the land in these last days, and the famine that is talking about in that particular context is a famine of the Word of God. True teaching. We've got voices everywhere. Oh my goodness, we've got voices everywhere. And voices that are trying to bring about truth are being drowned out by either nonsense from the church or, or the, the, the apostate church, let's say. There's no nonsense that comes from the church of Jesus Christ. Uh, no one has a corner on the truth by no means, but <clears throat> it's getting really easy these days to see through the nonsense uh, with the church and with what's going on in the world. So voices are being drowned out, stamped out, pushed out, uh, shut up. Uh, you know, the Bible tells us in the last days that they will not adhere to a sound doctrine. They won't even want to hear the truth. There's so many people that may even hear what I'm saying that's just going to plain flat out shut me out, call me ignorant, uh, call me hateful, call me bigotry, call me anything you want to. But this is antichrist. This isn't about religion. Christianity is not a religion. This is about the living God. That created everything that you know, everything that you see. It created you. And he created you in the manner in which he wanted you to be. Male and female. There is only two genders. And you are born with the gender that God created you. The Bible says that he knitted you together in your mother's womb. We've got to start bathing this nation in prayer intercessory prayer for this nation we can't sustain this much longer ladies and gentlemen they are destroying the nuclear family the nuclear family is the the the, the very strength to the fabric of any society and they know that if you have a strong nuclear family in a society there's nothing anyone can do the the government cannot touch it other nations cannot touch it satan cannot touch it but the problem that we're having is the nuclear family, in order for it to be what God designed it to be, it must be God-centered. And it's not. We have pushed God out of our schools. We've pushed God out of our medical industry. We've pushed God out of our government. We have pushed God out of our workplace. We've made it to where Christianity is not allowed to be anywhere anymore. It's scarcely even in the church anymore. We have so much stuff going on in the church when you if you start doing some research at the at the madness that's going on in this world and there's lots of people out there I know personally that stick their heads in the sand and ignore it and say, Well, I'm not called to to deal with that kind of stuff or I don't want to feed my mind on that negativity. Let me tell you something. You can sit around and read God's word till you go blind and you can and you can keep all the positive stuff going inside of you until you just want to burst with joy on the inside, but you cannot ignore what is going on. God's word doesn't ignore it. God's word is very plain on what is said here. These men are cowards. Men that will not stand up. And say what's going on is wrong are cowards. 
If you won't stand up and say what a so-called preacher is doing is wrong, you're a coward. If you won't stand up and say what our government is doing is wrong, you're a coward. If you will not stand up and say that this stuff is anti-Christ because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings or you're afraid of the repercussions, you are a coward. Now, I'm not trying to be demeaning by no means, but it's time for Christians to stand up for what is right in this nation And stop separating things classified as political. These are not political issues. The politicians politicians take them and use them as pawns. They take them and use them as reasons to get elected or stay elected to to get whatever power it is that they want to have. But these things are, they're, they're past being moral issues. They're not even moral issues. These are spiritual issues. These are spirits that are attacking God's church. This isn't my church. This isn't your church. This is the church of Jesus Christ. It's not a religion. And we were created by him to live for him. He gave us a free will so that we may choose him and love him on our own fruition. But men love darkness. They love wickedness. They love they love making themselves gods unto themselves. So therefore, they, they, they just do whatever it is that they see fit in their own eyes. And it's wicked. And it's time we stand up and call it what it is. Because if we don't push back against this and stop letting them take this nonsense, this wickedness, this evil, this perversion and shoving it down our throats. If we sit there silent for any excuse that you've got, you are complicit. Simple as that. The old saying goes, the only thing that evil needs to control is for good men to sit back and do nothing. Warriors, men and women, get on your face before a living God. Cry out to God. Repent for the sins of this nation, even though you are not directly involved in them. We must, we must get serious about these things. We at the, we, we are obviously, there, there's, there's so much scripture to back up the fact that we are living in the final age of the church age. And God is getting ready to put an end to these things. And and what's going to be unfortunate, it's going to be glorious for the church, but what's going to be unfortunate is all of these people, these people that are so deceived. I'm not talking hateful about these people. The ones that are going to get these surgeries, they're they're not wicked people. They're deceived. They're deceived by the the enemy, by, by Satan. They're deceived by their own rotten flesh. And then the people that are that are uh, perpetrating this stuff, they are so wicked, so evil. Yes, being deceived. The light must shine in the darkness. The light must shine in the darkness. Quote scriptures out loud, even when no one's around. Let's put this stuff into the air. Let's pray. Pray out loud. Let's put this stuff in the air. Let's let these demon spirits and Satan know that they are on notice that the church is not going to sit idly by. Even even if you don't see the change in the manner which you would like to see, at the very least, which is a, a, a tremendous thing, you will hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. If we can reach one, it's worth it all. If we can change just people's way of thinking, if it's worth it. If we can call someone to give their life to the Lord, of course, that's what our job is. 
no matter how small our voice is. I used to sit around and think, well, who am I? Well, I still think, well, who am I? And I'm no one, but I have vocal cords. And I know what the Word of God says, and I know the difference between right and wrong, good and evil, what's for Christ and what's anti-Christ, what He expects of His church. The most loving thing that we can do for these people is to stand up and tell them that what they are doing is against the living God. What they do with that information is between them and God. But it being presented is between us and God. That is our job, our responsibility. The Bible in Ezekiel calls us watchmen on a wall. We are to, to see what's coming and sound that alarm. And then it's up to them to, to do what they will with the alarm. But the alarm must be sound. And we must be the ones that are sounding that alarm. So this morning, I just, I, I just, I read this article. It, it just, it made me sick. It crushed my heart. I couldn't believe what I was reading. That our medical industry is cutting men open and taking the the parts of women for giving birth to children and placing them inside of them, knowing full good and well that it, it's... It, yeah, it is, it is disgusting at best, just at best. Well... Let's just pray about it. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I, I pray, God. I pray for these people. I pray for this country. I pray for this world. First, I want to start with praying, God, for your church. I pray, Lord, that you will give them boldness, that you will give them knowledge and understanding and wisdom in your word. I pray, Father, that you will give them a desire and a hunger and a burden for the lost. Lord, when we look at these things and it disgusts us rather than just posting it on Facebook or giving derogatory remarks or calling people's names, God, let it cause us to have a burden to fall down and cry out for these people because you died on the cross for them the exact same you died on the cross for me. Father, you died on the cross for our leadership just like you died on the cross for the rest of us, Lord. They're no different than we are other than we know you and they don't. If they could just get to know you, experience you, and see who you are, God, I pray, Father, that their eyes will be open. And Lord, above all in this prayer, I pray for every preacher that stands behind any pulpit in any denomination in any part of the world that they will stand up with your word and do what your word says. Do and teach and preach the word of God. Preach the gospel of Jesus Christ unapologetically. Don't make apologies for sin. Don't stand up and say, well, the Bible says this, so I've got to go with it. No, the Bible says this, this in God's word is the authority. It matters not what our opinion is. It matters not. Our opinion is irrelevant. God's word must be the authority. It must be. Father, I pray for those that are listening, Lord, that you'll bless them, encourage them, God. Your word says that many's love will wax cold because of the iniquity that we will see running rampant in our streets. The lawlessness, God, that we're seeing now. This nation is becoming unstitched. It's losing everything that it ever was through this insanity that is being perpetrated upon this nation by evil spirits and evil men. And Lord, I, I, we stand against it, God. We pray, Father. And Lord, we know that everything's going to happen according to your will. We know, Lord, that the, that the word is going to be fulfilled. And God, we would do not pray against those things by no means. 
But Lord, we do ask that you will put many souls in our hands, God. Let us snatch people out of hell, Father, for that's where these people are headed, God. And I want to say amen, and then I want to say this. God sends no one to hell. Every one of us are headed to hell, and he made a way to stop it. He made a way. He made a way to end all of this madness that we see in this world. By his son, Jesus Christ, and the finished work of the cross where he shed his precious blood to redeem us back to God. Being saved means you're being saved from the wrath of God. Because when you're born, because of the fall, when you're born, you're automatically heading for hell. As you grow older, then you must make a decision. He said, I lay before you life and death, blessings and cursings. I would that you choose life. It's right there in front of us. Those of you that know the Lord, and I know many of you already are. But pray. Don't just pray against the wickedness that we see. Not a lot that can be done there. But we can pray for souls. As souls are saved and people are born again. And they nail their flesh to the cross. And surrender their lives to the Lord. And get into the word and start having their minds renewed. You want to cure what they're calling uh, gender dysphoria? You renew their minds with the word. God made a way. It's the cross of Jesus Christ. He made a way. Well, I'm going to leave you with that. Just be praying. There, there's a time coming in this country when voices like mine will be completely shut off. We will have to go underground like they are in China, where it's very difficult, where, where all you'll be able to do is encourage each other, pray for each other, help keep each other lifted up. It's like being in a spiritual prison. Let's shout it from the rooftops now while we have the, the platforms and the ability and the opportunity for the doors closing in this nation, the freedoms for religion, for lack of a better word, is closing. But, you know, the only... Christianity is not a religion. Of course, everyone that's a Christian knows that, but just that's what it's called. So... Religion, the only one that's going to be stifled when all this is said and done is going to be Christianity because Christianity is the only one that stands against all forms of wickedness. Other religions may stand against, you know, the topic of the day. I get tired of talking about homosexuality and things of that nature because God's against all sin and the church needs to stand up and teach against all sin. This happens to be the topic of the day. And there's religions that may stand against that particular topic. But they want to silence Christianity because Christianity, well, that's serving the only true living God that there is. Okay, well, I hope, I hope you have a blessed day. I do hope that this helps you to uh, 
just pray. Educate yourself in God's word and pray. My God, be salt and light. This nation is decaying. Salt is a preservative. We have much rot. Things that need to be cut out. But the salt must be there. And you and I are that salt. A blanket of darkness is, is uh, blanketing this nation. Covering this nation. And you and I are to be a light to punch through that. And we do that through God's word. Through relationship with the Holy Spirit. Through much prayer. Through being a voice. The Bible says faith without works is dead. And sometimes that works is opening your mouth and speaking against what is wrong. Forget about the fear. Forget about the repercussions. Let's model ourselves after the apostles and the disciples of old. These men said what had to be said. That's why they were stoned. That's why they were crucified. That's why their heads were cut off. That's why they tried to boil John in oil. That's why they banished him to the Isle of Patmos. That's why they crucified Christ. That's why they did all of these things. That's why they tried to scatter the church. Let's be the church of Jesus Christ. Let's be the body. Being the body of Jesus Christ means we are to continue the ministry that he started while he was here. He came here and he established. He didn't establish a church at that time. He established the last day's church at that time. And that's what we are currently in. The last day's church. And we are to continue in Christ's ministry. All facets of it. Let's do exactly that. Okay? Love you in the Lord. God bless.